you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career Show. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is the show that's all about helping you take ownership of your career and your life, and it's based on my book called Own Your Career, Own Your Life, which is designed to help people stop drifting and take control of their futures, and this podcast is sort of a companion to that book. Uh, I've been going through content from the book as well as sharing extra insights and different things that I have been learning and sharing in other places along the way because I want to help you continue to learn and grow and own your career, uh, things that I'm trying to get better at all the time. And uh, I did a post recently on LinkedIn with some questions that you can ask uh, to help you figure out if you're on the right track in your career, if you're in the right job for you, or if maybe it's time to take a ch- uh, to make a change. And this was inspired by a podcast episode I listened to by my friend Leanne Hughes on her podcast called the Work and Live Large podcast, W-A-L-L, Work and Live Large. Uh, Leanne is down in Brisbane, Australia. We have known each other for, I don't know, probably three years now, meeting through social media. And it's funny, we're in similar businesses, so we are like always texting and supporting each other. We've not yet met in person, Um, but I was, uh, and I have that relationship with many people. Uh, It's the beauty of the world that we live in today. And uh, Leanne does some really great stuff, and she recently made some shifts with her podcast and her business and started a new podcast called Work and Live Large. And episode two was about evaluating whether you were in the right job or you might need to make a change. And Leanne's big on using these two-by-two matrices uh, or matrix, and she did one where you basically consider your uh, growth potential. Uh, relevant to your uh, the alignment to your purpose. So on one side of the axis, or one axis is your growth potential in that job or that career, and on the other axis is how well it aligns with your purpose and what you want to achieve. And uh, it was a really great way to think about your career because obviously if you're in a job that has uh, aligns with your purpose and has tons of growth potential, this is a great job to be in, to stay in. You probably don't want to make a change. Uh, if you're in a job that does not align with your purpose and has no growth potential, it's probably time to make a change, whether you look for new opportunities in the company you're in or, or look for another job altogether. Um, and then, of course, the, the gray area is if you're in a job that maybe doesn't align with your purpose but has big growth potential, uh, do you stick with it to get at least as much experience or money as possible until you find something better that more aligns with your purpose? Or if you're in a job with uh, that aligns with your purpose but has no growth potential, And uh, many people might identify that with like, you know, a lot of people do things like social work or work in the nonprofit sector where, you know, there's not a lot of room to move up per se or make a lot of money, but it might really align with your purpose. Uh, That might be a job that you stay in, but you look for new opportunities for growth. And in other words, instead of moving up the traditional career ladder, what else can you do to feel like you're growing? Can you be learning new things, taking on new projects and assignments? Can you be 
doing things that are outside of your comfort zone so that you grow, right? Um, or can you find growth in other areas of your life outside of your job if you feel like there's just no way to grow there? But you know, typically there are other things if you're willing to get creative and look outside the normal scope of a job. Uh, so this was inspired by listening to what Leanne talked about on her podcast, and it got me thinking about other questions and things that you might want to consider when looking at your job and your career and deciding if you're in the right place or if it's time to make a move. And when I say make a move, I think there's a wide range there from uh, the small end would be making a tweak in your current job, maybe having a conversation with your manager to see if you can shift some things uh, all the way up to this definitely does not serve me. I need to get out of here. I don't like the job, the career, or the company, and it's time to make a major change, right? So they're all across the spectrum. So here are some questions for you to consider. And you may even, if you're in a good place where you're, you're actually at home and you're able to stop, you might want to stop and write some of these down. Um, I'll, I'll try to remember to put them in the show notes. Um, and you can maybe spend some time writing down your answers to these questions. Because, you know, in my book, and especially in the keynotes that I give, I talk about the foundation for owning your career being self-awareness, which starts with self-reflection. Something that most people don't take much time for is self-reflection. We've done episodes about that. So I don't need to harp again on the importance of self-reflection, but taking time every now and then to really think about where you are in your career uh, and where you might want to get to so that you can have more clarity on your plan. So here, next time you have that quiet space, Maybe it's now, maybe it's tomorrow, maybe it's Thursday. Uh, here are some questions to consider. Number one, what are your strengths and what are you good at, right? A lot of people don't take much time to think about this and be honest with yourself about what are the things that you're really good at? What do people tell you that you're good at? Um, for example, uh, I believe that I'm very good at facilitating workshops. I believe I'm very good at speaking in front of groups. I believe I'm very good at networking and connecting people. Um, I believe that I'm very good at... Uh, teaching and relating topics, uh, you know, in a way that's relatable to people. And so I want to build a career around those strengths, right? I think I've done that. It took a long time, which is why I wrote my books. I want to make it easier for others, but really identify and be honest about what your strengths are. Um, this is not a good time for humility. I mean, it's great to be humble, always great to be humble. Um, but I think many people go too far and they think, well, if I'm good at something, probably everybody is, or I'm really not that great at it. Um, but really acknowledge and recognize your strengths. And then the flip side of that is, what are your weaknesses? What frustrates you? What are you not very good at? Um, you know, what, what tends to be a big challenge for you? Uh, and then the next step, of course, you know, identifying those weaknesses and then recognizing whether, uh, which ones are things that you want to work on and improve and which are ones or things where you're like, ah, this is probably never going to get any better. I just want to avoid doing this in my job. For example, uh, I've found I'm not very detail-oriented. I can be sometimes, uh, but I'm not the best project manager. I can do it, certainly. I'm great with a spreadsheet. I can organize details on things. Um, but ultimately, a lot of things slip through the cracks. Uh, I forget some things. Um, I'll get caught in a conversation and just not pay attention to the details. So I have figured out, I've been in many roles where you needed to be detail oriented and I did not do well in those roles. And I figured out that I need to be doing something else. And so I'm creating a career again that utilizes my strengths and uh, has me mostly avoiding not needing to use those, um, the detail oriented stuff, the weaknesses as much, right? Um, focus. I, I don't really do great with focused work. I would not be a good researcher, right? Uh, I speak more in qualitative terms when I speak and tell stories and write and things like that. Um, and so I would never apply for a researcher type position that required like 
many hours of focus every day. Uh, it just wouldn't fit my style, right? Now, you might be the opposite. You might be listening and thinking, man, all the things that he describes as weaknesses are things that I love. These are my strengths, right? I'm a researcher. I'm really good at focusing. Um, and the opposite, uh, maybe you're not great with people or you, you, know, you feel like you're not very social. So maybe you could create a job or career that fits more of your strengths and, and avoid some of those weaknesses. Now, you do need to develop some people's skills I think to be successful in the world, uh, but you know, recognize your strengths and weaknesses. The next question is what energizes you and gets you excited, right? So thinking about, and we talked about strengths, sometimes you're good at something, but you, you don't really love it. Like I'm pretty good at Excel, um, but it doesn't light me up. So I don't necessarily want to build a career around it, but speaking in front of people does light me up. It energizes me. So I want to build a career around that. So what energizes you? What gets you excited? What gets you into the zone? What gets you into flow state? Um, think about those things. The next question is, when do you feel you're doing your best work? It's kind of related to that, right? But reflect uh, on the work you've done over the last maybe three months. And when were you like, yeah, I can get this done, but I don't love it, uh, versus when you feel like you're really doing your best work and really loving the work you're doing. Uh, number five, how or where do you want to grow in your career? Okay, so where do you want to go? What's your vision? Where do you want to, what do you want to do? What do you want to achieve? How do you want to grow, right? Do you want to develop new skills, meet new people, grow your network? Um, live in different places, take on different types of roles, uh, you know, work on different types of projects. Like what are the ways, in what ways do you want to grow in your career and how or where do you want to contribute in your career? Uh, recognizing that I think I just did an episode on my other podcast, the talent development hot seat, uh, which I highly recommend you check out. It's all about the three pillars for successful career growth and development. Uh, it's, it's more from an organizational perspective, you know, how should people in learning and development and organizations be thinking about career growth? Uh, however, in there, I talk about the importance of growth and contribution and how Tony Robbins says that almost all fulfillment comes from growth and contribution. So if you have no growth, right, going back to Leanne's two by two, if there's no growth potential, then you might get stagnant, right? So if you want to be in a situation where you have opportunity for growth. Um, at the same time, uh, I've had my friend Julie Winkle Giulioni on the show. She has been on, spoken on my summit uh, about her book called Promotions Are So Yesterday, and she talks about the different ways that people gain fulfillment through their work. And she surveyed tons of people and found that the number one thing people want is contribution. They want to feel like their work matters, that they are contributing, right? So think about how do you want to grow in your career uh, in ways that might drive your fulfillment and, and how or where do you want to contribute in your career? Where do you want to make contributions, right? Is it just about knowing that your work matters for the bottom line at the company? Is it about being appreciated? Uh, do you want to contribute to some bigger cause? Uh, you know, how do you want to contribute in your career? There's no wrong answers here, by the way. This is very personal. This is for you, not for anybody else. Um, the next question is, does your current job or career give you growth potential? So going back to that two by two matrix we talked about with Leanne, um, does the job give you growth potential? Are you able to grow in that job or not? And that's okay if it doesn't. But again, we found, you know, fulfillment comes from growth. So can you find ways to grow, right? Beyond the traditional career ladder, maybe there is no next step for you, or maybe, you know, there's only one way up and your boss has been there for 10 years and he's not going anywhere or she, right? And so you've got to think about other ways that you can grow. So does your current job offer you growth potential? Uh, next question, do you feel like your work aligns with your purpose and it matters? So again, going back to the two by two, how well does this align with your purpose? Um, and does your work matter? Do you feel like you're contributing or do you just feel like, you know, that feeling where you're like just running reports and nobody even cares 
Have you been there? Like I've been there. And, um, you know, after a while, they're kind of like, does this work even matter? Like, yeah, I'm getting a paycheck. It's nice. Um, but I just, I don't know. I feel like people in general, human, like human need is to feel like we matter. Like we make a difference. Right. And maybe we get that somewhere else. If you're a parent, are you taking care of your parents or you're taking care of loved ones? Um, or you volunteer, right. Or you're a sports coach or something like that, where you like, you spend your time outside of the office doing things that you feel like really contribute to society and matter. That's fantastic. Um, but I think we ideally, we want our work to matter as well. We want to feel like it matters. So does it align with your purpose? Does it matter? And then the last question here, and this one's a really important one. What are you curious about and what do you want to learn more about? So there's like this whole idea out there that we need to follow our passion. And, uh, you know, if you follow your passion, you never work a day in your life. Like, what if you don't know what your passion is or what if your passion doesn't pay very much money, right? Um, I'm a bigger fan of following your curiosity and asking, especially earlier in your career, what are you curious about? What do you want to learn about? What do you want to know more about? Can you pursue a career or a side business or a project in that so that you can learn more? And if it is something that you love or really enjoy doing, then maybe you can start to shift your career more in that direction. I'm a big fan of following your curiosity um, because, you know, you've got a long career. Might as well, like, go investigate things that you're curious about. And some of them will turn into things that you're like, meh, that wasn't that great. Uh, and some of them will be really interesting and might turn into your dream career, the thing that you really want to do. But it starts with curiosity and investigation and, you know, maybe doing some networking, some informational interviews, ask people about them, maybe find a project team to get on, maybe even take, take a job and see what happens. And if it doesn't work out after a couple of years, that's okay. Uh, you can go do something else. Um, but really think about these, all of these questions. Uh, again, they are, what are your strengths? What are you good at? What are your weaknesses and what frustrates you? What energizes you and gets you excited? When do you feel like you are doing your best work? How or where do you want to grow in your career? How or where do you want to contribute in your career? Does your current job or career give you career growth potential? Do you feel like your work aligns with your purpose and it matters? And what are you curious about? What do you want to learn about? Uh, I will put these questions in the show notes. And I will also put a link to my LinkedIn post that has these questions so you can save that. You can go like and comment, whatever you want to do. Um, once you have some answers, I mean, this is really where self-reflection becomes very important. You want to make sure that you're taking time to reflect on your career, answer these questions. Um, otherwise, you'll always be drifting and letting other people dictate your career. And you'll never truly know what's possible. Uh, so make sure you're making time for these things. Once you have some answers, the next step are to set a vision, set some specific goals, ask for help and start taking action. And, and all the guidance for these things are in my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life. I've got free resources on my website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. Um, there's some bonus resources there. And I've even done podcast episodes and all these things as well. If you just scroll back through the past episodes, this is how you own your career. You just got to do the work. Uh, reach out to me if uh, you have questions, thoughts, feedback, ideas. Uh, I appreciate you listening. I hope you'll share this with others. And I look forward to talking with you again soon.